Hi, welcome to another episode of Paul on Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and today I've got a friend of the show, Frederick Dostal. He's with uh, Analog Devices, and today we're going to talk about isolation and uh, designing better supplies at the board level. Isn't that right, Fred? Yes, that's, that's right. It's good to be talking to you again, Alex. Oh, the pleasure is ours, really. I love having you on the show. So we wanted to talk about isolation today. And, uh, I mean, galvanic isolation is really important um, in, in electronics. It always has been. But especially nowadays, more and more need exists for functional isolation, for really low-noise systems, uh, but still for you know, safety, safety-critical applications, isolation is, is, is really important. Right, right, right. I mean, it, and, and obviously, especially today, because once upon a time, you might make a subsystem that you had to worry about isolation for the power supply's functionality, but you didn't really have to worry about isolation for all the other subsystems, and now we've got RF subsystems, logic subsystems, display subsystems, and often on the same board or often in the same sub-chip package often. Yeah, this, this, these are really, um, let, let's say, um, more important difficulties that we deal with today. But the good thing is that um, there are more options designers have nowadays compared to just using an optocoupler or an isolation transformer. Nowadays, mm-hmm. there's digital isolation from various different companies, and Analog Devices uh, happens to have also quite a nice portfolio in regards to digital isolation products. Mm. Well, let's hold it, but wouldn't an optocoupler do i mean there is no physical connection it's just the light you can pulse it for digital throw digital command sets through it and all why not an optocoupler yeah that's a very good question so um optocouplers of course are also digital isolators because either you have an on signal or an off signal but um what we consider to be digital isolators are more isolators that are constructed on the same silicon as other semiconductors so with an, iso- uh, with an optocoupler, of course, you have the LED within the package. You have a, a, a photo a diode in, in, your, in your package. And while you have a primary side current running through the LED, there's, there's a current developing on the other side. But the manufacturing process of an optocoupler is somewhat different than uh, a silicon-based type of, of isolation device that nowadays is considered a digital isolator. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now, is there, are there any gains in, say, durability or ruggedness or temperature range? Or, you know, I mean, are, do you gain things on the performance side, or is it just simply a pure uh, circuit-oriented performance advantage? Well, there are quite a lot of advantages with the new products. First of all, you can integrate a lot more because uh, once you use an isolation based on silicon, you, can, you might as well add an A to D converter or an operational amplifier or some sort of transceiver for RS-485, RS-232, all these kind of things. So, so that makes it really nice and compact. But uh, it's especially important that you talk about reliability because optocouplers have something that nobody really likes. It's uh, called um, a change of the current transfer ratio, so CTR uncertainty. Um, it, it changes over time as the LED ages. The right. transfer function is just changing once you have a certain current running through the, the LED. A different type of current will develop on the um, photodiode. So, um, it, this makes it not so reliable in many applications where you depend on the same current transformation. Now, the, the digital isolators, the fully integrated isolators, don't have that. They, they don't age over time, 
and and that makes them really useful in, in many applications. And, and if I if I may add, temperature-wise, the CTR and optocouplers also has been a, quite a big problem because optocouplers are typically rated up to 85 degrees only, and um, if you run them at hot temperatures. It changed the CTR quite a bit. Now with the new digital isolators, um, silicon-based, it's it's really nice because they're rated at 125 degrees, or some of them are, um, and that allows the user to build more compact systems, and especially in power supplies when using a digital isolator for the feedback path. Got it, got it, got it. Now, um, what about form factor? Are, are we saving space here as well? Yes, we are, because um, with this integration that I just mentioned, now you can integrate a transceiver or USB, um, you know, silicon device um, with the isolation. You don't need as many components anymore, uh, whereas with optocouplers, it was quite difficult to integrate because it's a totally different type of manufacturing uh, flow and manufacturing process. Um, so also when you talk about multiple channels to be isolated, you know, with, with the kind of digital isolation, you have lots of channels in parallel, or you can buy a device with, you know, up to uh, you know, seven or eight channels in parallel, and um, and then you don't need as many components as having that with this, uh, a lot of optocouplers next to each other. Got it, got it, got it. Makes all the sense in the world. Because, well, once you have, as you were saying, you know, once you have the silicon box open, you might as well cram as much as you can get into it. Exactly. And then uh, the manufacturing process is very reliable and uh, repeatable, so you can repeat it without much variation in the final product, whereas with optocouplers, it was a little bit more difficult. So, so, so I really do see that the new types of isolators really are going to help designers in many, many different applications, and um, especially within power supplies, because uh, the newest digital isolators that we have actually aren't digital at all. So they are, uh, it's, it's an analog error amplifier, but based on that type of digital isolation scheme with the, the galvanic isolation completely integrated into the chip. And you can just put it a, in a power supply system when you have a primary side, uh, switching regulator or switching controller, and you ha have to get information from the output side what the output voltage is doing. Usually you would use an optocoupler and then a secondary side voltage reference, a comparator, and lots of external components. And now with the isolated air amplifiers included, included, just put the device on the board in your feedback path, and you have a, a, a feedback a, a feedback a bandwidth, which is a lot higher than with an optocoupler. You don't have any thermal issues or temperature issues, and you don't have the aging that optocouplers would have contributed to the system. Got it, got it, got it. Well, you know, and that, that, that those are a lot of different. Now, you were saying, like, um, it could be used in just about any application space. There's, there's no restrictions. It's not like the, the, the benefits are only pers uh, apparent to certain applications. It'll give you a benefit in any application, right? No, it would really help in many, many applications. Well, there are uh, two sort of thresholds or, or, or facts that are important to consider. One of them is with the new digital isolators, like this uh, uh, you know, isolated error amplifier from, from analog devices, um, it's only rated up to 5 kilovolts of isolation. So if you need more, there aren't really uh, digital isolation solutions out there today. 
Now, in the future, that will change, but that's one of the restrictions today. And another restriction really is if you have a very, very low-cost flyback um, line-powered, uh, you know, power supply, which might, you know, for like a 10-watt, 5-watt or something power supply, that's as cheap as can be. Um, replacing the optocoupler with one of the digital isolators might not make economic sense. Because, you know, the, the temperature rating and the high bandwidth and the, trend, and the uh, in the feedback path is not really a great value in these kind of applications. Got it. But then again, those are, that, that's, a, that's a very limited case because <clears throat> the number of applications that are served by dumb supplies are shrinking rapidly. I think that's right, um, and especially when you look at industrial type of applications or healthcare or uh, telecom infrastructure, all, applica- all applications where uh, you know, some, some uh, intelligence and some, uh, some quality really is required in the power supplies. And then it makes a lot of sense to replace an optocoupler with, with a more modern um, isolator. Exactly, exactly. That's a very good point, Fred. So um, do you have any other thoughts for our audience then before we close out the episode? Do you want to talk a little bit more about the product itself or do you have any other uh, aspects? Yeah, I would just like to mention the part number real quick. So it's an ADUM and ADUM are all the iCoupler products from analog devices and the specific parts that were just released a few months ago is ADUM 3190 and they're really the um, uh, digital isolators uh, uh, implementing a, a complete error amplifier. And this error amplifier can not only be used in the feedback path of the power supply, can also be used to, if you have, if an analog voltage and you want it to cross an isolation barrier up to 5 kV, then uh, you can use these parts. And uh, it's, nice. it's a lot of fun is working with deep, them. <laughs> is there a deep uh, website, a deep, deep URL for them, or is it just they just go oh. to the main page? Just go to the main page, type in isolated error amplifier or ADUM3190, and you will get to the web page with the data sheet, application board, and everything you need to, to have fun with it. <laughs> Excellent. Well, hey, Fred, thanks for coming back again. I'm going to drag you back again in the future. You know this. We're going to talk some more, but I think we're done for today unless you had something else you wanted to add, the, add to the audience. No, not at all. Everybody have a great day today. Really good talking to you again, Alex. Oh, it's always fun talking to you, Fred. You're a pistol. So thank you, and thank the audience. I want to thank the audience myself because we wouldn't be here without them, and I hope they tell their friends. Uh, This is Alex Paltz for Paltz on Power. Have a great day.